for Torah. Okay, welcome everybody. Uh, I decided, you know, it's so important to learn the laws of Shabbat. They come up every week, and this week's parsha is Vayakel Pekudei. The Torah is this week's parsha talks about don't work on Shabbat, don't light fire. But we want to go a little bit on something that's very common, and that is, is one allowed to very simply ride a bike on Shabbat? Because there's a famous tshuva from the Benishchai, playing basketball, playing soccer, and. I was just telling the students here, the Talmidim Hayekarim Mipaz, that I specifically like to deal with topics that are common, fascinating, and also there's some deeper values, right? We want to go not just to the surface, the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law. The So to start off, the halacha is very simple. Ravavadya Yosef, in volume 4 of his Chazan Ovadia, his very, very deep laws of Shabbat, argues with the Ben Yishchai on pay Halacha, chapter 1, Halacha 3, page Mem. And what does Rav Ovadia say? Rav Ovadia says that Pashut HaMinhag, the tradition of orthodox, law-abiding, halachic citizens is that you should not ride a bike. And Rabbi Best, the Posek of LA, based on what he heard from Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, and we're going to mention that again at the end of this year, says scooters are the same thing. You know, you, scooters are also a two-wheel transportation item. Um... Again, I want to say something. I'm going to say it three times because... One second, one second. The Benish Chai says it's okay to do Yeah, we're going to get into it. The whole show is going to be about that. But we're just saying the Psaq Halacha, then we'll go into Rav Avadia's logic and all the different Machlekes HaPoyskim. Rav Avadia says that the tradition of Orthodox Judaism, according to him, has been that we should not um, drive bikes. We should not ride bikes on Shabbat. Obviously, we're talking about non-electric bikes. Everybody holds electric is a problem. Everybody holds that if you don't have an Eruv on Shabbat, it's a problem because it's carrying, right? This is the Benishchai in Ravavadia is is talking on Yom Tov, right? We're going to get into. They asked the Benishchai in Rafu Alim. His Shalot and Shuvot. His Shalot and Aleph, Teshuvah 25. Somebody, a Baghdadi Jews, like Rabbi Yaakov Hillel, was living in Mumbai. Bombay. Bombay, yeah. Yeah, Bombay. So, on Yom Tov, he gave him a heter, the Benishchai. So the Benishchai, we're going to go very deep into this. <laughs> Rabavadia's position on riding a bike on Shabbat is that it's forbidden. Why? Based on the Gemara and Shabbat, 113, based on the words of our prophet Yeshaya, it says, Im tashiv Shabbat raglecha. On Shabbat, you're not supposed to run or take unusually large steps. And it says, the way you walk on Shabbat should be different. Shabbat, we're entering the Garden of Eden. That's why I wanted to bring kind of like the hashkafa and the spirit of the law to understand the letter of the law. What Ravavati is saying is basically Shabbat is a different day. 
The whole environment of it is different. The taste of it is different, right? The psychology of it is different. What we think should be different, what we talk about should be different, right? We're entering a different zone, a zone of peace and tranquility, menucha, right? So, if you, according to Ravavadya, riding a bike on Shabbat is something that one does on weekdays. If you do it on Shabbat, it's uvdin dechol, right? It's like the same thing as exercising, which is something that is appropriate not for Shabbat, but for weekday. God knows, never in the history of mankind have we been so zombied by our silly phones that make us more sillier and addicted and zombies by the day, right? It's like sheep to the slaughter, right? We've lost our self-control. So, um... Ravavadya under no circumstances allows the riding of bikes. He says, even if you want to go to a mitzvah, which really was the context of the Benishchai, the guy lived far away from shul and he wanted to attend shul on Pesach and Shavuot, even though there was no Eruv there. So let's get into the thing. Now I want to bring out another very important concept here, because I put a note here to make sure that I think. It is so sad that critics of Rabovadia, people that are not fans of him, or people that are, and some of them are even Talmidei Chachamim, Rahman al-Islam, that have this misconception, they think Rabovadia was, um, and it really pains my heart, that's why I wanted to bring this out, some people have this terrible misconception that Rabovadia inevitably, automatically, is always lenient in everything. Well, guess what? Here's a classical example that Ravavadya will forbid you riding a bike on Shabbat, as did many other Ashkenazic poskim. The one that I'm the closest to and I have the most respect for is Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky because he's my um, Rebbe's grandfather-in-law. And he was Rav Aaron Cutler when he had a question what to do in life, he'd get advice from Rav Yaakov. So that's how smart Rav Yaakov was. And this is really going to into the fifth chalak of Shulchan Aruch with Like another example is wigs, right? Ravavadia is totally against women wearing wigs. So here's two concrete examples of Ravavadia being extremely machmir. And it's very disrespectful and disgusting to, and just childish. Somebody like this belongs in pre-1A. To think Ravavadia, when he gives his psak halacha, he's from the school of Bet Hillel, he has the guts, and he brings a 50 different reasons why he's being lenient. And it's a terrible misconception to think that everything that Rabbi Badia says is just off the bat, what? A leniency. So now let's digest this. There are many postkids that don't like riding a bike for another reason that Rabbi Badia brings. The first one was a great um, Moroccan Rabbi Posek, his name was Rav Yosef Mashash. He wrote Shalot to show the Mayim Chaim. He happens to be very liberal. Mashash, you mean Masas. Masas, yeah. Masas, Chacham, Yosef Masas happens to have very liberal opinions on a lot of things, but this thing is terribly against. He says that for sure it's Asur to drive a, ride a bike on Shabbat. Why does Rabbi Masas say that? Because he says it has a terrible, especially you have to understand, the chain, the, the chain, chain and the bike could break. 
then you're going to repair it. And then you're going to repair it. And that's right. Makabapatish, right? Anybody would be a two-year-old kid not to know this. When in Shabbat this week it says don't light fire. Fire is just the most example, classic example. There's 39 things forbidden on Shabbat. And one, the last one, which is the most confusing, because this week my students from Eretz Yisrael asked me this, is makabapatish, to make something incomplete, complete, or fix something. So Rav Mashai says, listen, the reason why we shouldn't ride a bike on Shabbat is because it's almost inevitable that if you want to um, ride it on Shabbat, then one of the times if the chain's not going to fall out or the... And the tire is going to pop, and then you're going to go, and you're going to be stuck, and you don't. Your whole Shabbos is going to be ruined, and then, you know, anybody that learns the Hilachot Shabbat in depth knows that a lot of things. When a person's panicked, he may desecrate Shabbat because he's not in his right mind. So Mashar says, um, "Asur, Asur," because something's going to break, and then you're going to come to fix it. The Benishchai, which is the classical lenient opinion on this, begs to differ. He says, first of all, it's okay to ride a bike on Shabbat. Now, the Benishchai, honestly, in, in all fairness, was talking about, like I told you, somebody was Very in, specific yeah, somebody was in Bombay, and then, you know, if you don't attend, if you're not, let me say it's Vatoyer on the Parsha also, just for a second. Vayakel, my Rosh Hashiva used to say, Vayakel means Kehila. Now that we see almost 70% of Jews going off the derech and becoming goyim, assimilating, is because we Jews need each other. We need, we Jews need to be in a ghetto. Now a modern ghetto, we need to be part of a community. When you live in a far off place, do you know how many hundreds of thousands of Israelis, their grandchildren are goyim? Because from the 50, 60 years ago, they speak Hebrew, right? They may know Tanakh, but they're secular Jews. They move to the most oddest and weirdest and out-of-town communities. So, th- what the Ben Ishchai was doing there was like, hey, it's totally okay to drive to get to be part of the community, to get to shul. And again, a disclaimer, this is talking a place that either had a roof, Mambay did not have a, Mumbai, Mumbai did not have a roof, so the Ben Ishchai was giving this heter for when? Shabbat, because it would have been impossible for the, for Yom Tov, for the holidays. Because it would have been impossible for the guy to get to Davun in Shul without, get, without the assistance of a bike. Mm-hmm. Ben Ishchai rejects all of these things. He says, first of all, based on the Rosh in chapter 2, Siman 15, there's so many new gadgets and gizmos that have been invented since the time of the Talmud. That could break. Are you going to say all of them are forbidden to use because they, right? Like an ice cream scooper. I don't know. Whatever. He says we cannot create new rabbinical decrees after the time of the Talmud. So for sure, he argues vehemently on Rav Masas. Tosfot in Chulin. Was Rav Masas the same time as the Benchai? I'm not sure about that. I, I didn't have time to research that, but... Okay. Ben Ishchai already had critics for his heter. Understand? Okay, so there's, we're there's two. Like yeah, yeah. There's two different schools of thought here, which means Ben Ishchai is such a great gaon that he's going to barvorn, right? He's going to predict the problems with his heter, right? 
Or you did it in self-relief. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So he's saying, don't come and tell me, and by the way, Rabbi Badia concurs with all of this. We're going to see that there's different poskim that have different problems with bikes on Shabbat. And ultimately, Rabbi Badia agrees to Ben Yishchai in the theory that these are not forbidden for the reason that you're going to fix and repair the bike, but rather, like we said in the beginning of this year, because it's not in the spirit of Shabbat, and you're the scooter or bike are treating the Shabbat. And so let's let's go a little bit deep here, because it's very fundamental. He says, Tosfot in Chulin also says, that just because the rabbis forbid something in their time, don't compare apples to apples and say, oh, if the rabbis were alive, they'd make this also asur. You can't make new gezerot. That's why we have Amoraim and Tanaim, and that's why we have Geonim. From the time of the Geonim on, you can't make new rabbinical degrees, right? Like uh, Chal Yisrael. Only in the time of the Tanaim or Amoraim, Beishamayim, Beishilel, right? Or the Sanhedrin, they could have made such things that it should be binding. The Benishchai wrote a second book, which I had actually till today never heard of, but it's unbelievable, Ravavadiya's scope of knowledge, called the Yede Yosef. On page Kuf Saditet, he reinstates and with extreme vigor, he backs up his original Psak in Rav Alim. And what does he say? And I'll read it verbatim. He says, even though you may want to argue that it's, especially after the I think bikes had just come out then. So you, yeah. even if you want to say that it's very probable that it's going to break. Mm-hmm. If Chazal, if in the Talmudic times, the bikes didn't exist, and the Chachamim didn't explicitly say bikes are Asur, we have no halachic permission to make up new rules, right? From our own mind. Again, I don't care if you say this is terribly common and probable. Since the rabbis of the Talmud didn't forbid it, I we don't have the capacity or power to forbid it. Okay? So we can't make up new rules. This is something that Benishchai argues, and Rabbi agrees with this. It happens to be that one of the great chief rabbis, great poskim of a few hundred years ago, um, also concurs with the, uh, like a, you know, um, the, the Rishon Etzion, Rab Chaim Moshe Eli Ashar, also brings down in his book, the Ben Yishchai Zalacha, he says, listen, if you need to get to Shul, or you wanna, you have an A-roof, uh, strings or walls around your city that halachically have been approved for carrying, you could also ride a bike. But this brings us to one of the great Sephardic postkin. His name is Rab Ovadia Hodaya. He had the same name as Rab Ovadia. And before Rab Ovadia became famous, yeah, became, before Rab Ovadia became extremely famous around the world, one of the chief Sephardic postkin was this Chacham, Chacham Hodaya. Ovadia Hodaya. He, vehemently argues with the Ben Yishchai. 
he does not like the Ben Ishchai at all. What does Rabbi Hodaya say? He says, he says, first of all, the facts of the matter is bikes are always getting messed up, right? And by fixing them, at worst, you're going to do a Torah violation. At the minimum, you're going to do a rabbinical violation, right? Because again, you have to understand, you're going to carry the tires and you're in the Shutar Abim. People are not biking in their house, right? It's in a place that you may, Outside, yeah. yeah, and you, and also you go far places and exotic places. And, you know, this stuff is a very good argument because you could, you could, you could bike 20 miles on a, on a Shabbat in the summer, right? Into a far foreign land where you're not familiar. And when you're biking there, you could, you know, get stuck and you'll be very alarmed and you're going to come things that you shouldn't do, right? From here to Long Beach. Yeah, you could go here to Long Beach, for example. So he, Rabbi Tanya Hodai, says, what, 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 where was, this is very uncharacteristic of the Benishchai. I'm astounded that he would be so lenient. And he says, he wants to say, he claims that the Benishchai was not, it was a new invention in the time of the Benishchai, and Benishchai had never necessarily Ben Ishchai, you know, we know that Ben Ishchai had Gili Eliyahu. Yeah. Ben Ishchai had much better things. Um, the Ben Ishchai, a grandson of the Ben Ishchai Shamash said that his grandfather died because the Ben Ishchai had once told him a certain hour of the day under no circumstances come in. He came in, he saw like an angelic white person learning with the Ben Ishchai. Later they found out that was Eliyahu Hanavi, but since the Shamash, the Ben Ishchai servant, if you see what you're not supposed to see, then you're going to go bye bye. Yeah. So, so also another point, another point to, to also make clear yeah. is that you can't just pick and choose whatever you want. No, no, exactly. So, so, so the Yaskal Avdi is very uncomfortable with this permission of the Benishchai to drive, ride a bike. He says the Benishchai probably never rode a bike. It was a new invention. He didn't know. The metziut, that it could be, it breaks down. And he claims that he heard from some people that Ben Ishchai rejected, retracted his ruling. Really? Yeah. But it's not in writing. Yeah, it's not in writing. He says that I talked to some Baghdadi Jews and it seems that Ben Ishchai, after he became, so this Ravavadias rejects. So this is, this is like a, like a, so the, yeah, yeah, this is a controversial, very controversial. The Abdi in three different places argues on it. And the first place that the, 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 the Abdi again? Hodaya, the Posik of the generation before Rabovadia. So which what, means, Rabovadia, was he also Baghdadi? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think it was Yushalmi, doesn't matter. He was in touch with many Baghdadi Jews. And Baghdadi Jews were, he says that he has some verifiable information that the Benishchai later on when he found out the true colors of this, he went as against it. Rabbi Vadia vehemently rejects this. Why? He says, first of all, we know from the Neidibiyud and the Chazaynish that somebody that was an angel of Hashem, some, the, okay, and I, I want to go because your brother, your twin brother was very makbed about this. The Benishchai is holy of holies. The Benishchai was universally accepted by all Sephardim as our Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, as our mini Shulchan Aruch. So the Chazaynish and the Neidabi Yehuda bring down that this that the Yaskal Abdi is saying, oh, a rumor that's, uh, 
Oh, I heard from some people that the Benishchai retracted. retracted is not valid halachically. Because the Benishchai is not going to do rabbinical malpractice. He means what he says and he says what he means. Especially somebody that had Ruach HaKodesh, like the Benishchai. And, and even let's say, no, let's say he did retract it. He would have written no, it down. No, so the, exactly. He would have written it down. If we don't have something in writing, and Ravavadi brings a second, Ravavadi is very uncomfortable and rejects the claims of the Yaskal Abdi. Why? Because he says something, and this is a fascinating thing, that he, he says like this. He says, first of all, that se- second source that I brought you from the Benishchai, the Sefer Yedechaim, it seems from Ravavadi's knowledge was written towards the end of the Benishchai's life. And again, he's saying bikes, to ride a bike is okay. Mm-hmm. So he says this claim is not valid. To come and say that, uh, you know, the Benishchai retracted his psak is not right. And not only that, the Kapachayim never, the Kapachayim, which is the Mishabru of the Sephardim, brings down the Benishchai and agrees with it. So what the Kapachayim was Baghdadi. So for, for those many different reasons, there's a night of Yehuda and a Chazaynish that writes that you can't make up that a Rav, even if a Rav says something controversial, if he's a great Chacham, they bring Rayas from Shas. Yeah. That you can't come and say, oh, just because you don't like it, you want to do what the Yaskal Abdi does and says, oh, I heard a rumor. He would have had the integrity. Listen. Our Rabbis are so great and so humble, which is their hallmark, right? Yeah. Of their greatness. Of their greatness that he would have had the integrity to have what? Yeah, committed this in writing. Committed it in writing. And, but now we want to start going to back up Ravavadya's position. Ravavadya brings that there was a great Av Bastin, Rav Salman Mani. He was the son of Rav Eliyahu Mani, which the Benishchai has an unlimited respect for. The Benishchai many times would ask Rabbi Eliyahu Mani what was the Kabbalist of Hebron and Yerushalayim's Minhag. So Rabbi, Rabbi, the son of Rabbi Eliyahu Mani, which was the Av Basin of Hebron, one of the four holy cities of Judaism, he already starts a little bit being uncomfortable with the Ben Ishchai. He says the Ben Ishchai was lenient. Um, this is, this is not such a sticking point, the Ben Yeah, so, so he, he says that I don't have the guts to argue on the Ben Ishchai. If the Ben Ishchai said it, he's such a holy angel that I don't want to argue with him. But Rav Salman Mani, the chief rabbi of Hebron, does already start going away from the Ben Ishchai's chetar and he says, which means if you want to be strict, it's better not to go on this leniency of the Ben Ishchai. Okay? And this brings us to one of the great German rabbis, which he, in his idea, he has a second problem with what the Ben Yishchai says. In Shalot HaTshuvat, Rabbi Ezreal Hildesheimer, um, chapter Teshuvah 49, he says that when you ride a bike, especially when it's wet, you're making grooves in the land, in the dirt. And... Um, one of the things that's forbidden to do on Shabbat, actually the first of the 39 malachot, is to dig. So by you making grooves, you're digging. And um, he brings a Magan Avram, there's a Magan Avram that holds that it's true we're allowed to move stuff underground. But the Magan Avram says that if you, if you uh, move extremely heavy objects, 
that for sure are going to make a groove in the ground, it's Asur. So Rabbi Hilda Summer saying, you know, some people are gesund, heavy. They have a lot of cholet on Shabbat. So if they ride me, especially on a wet road, where you know some places in the world, it's always raining, right? Like the East Coast. So he he wants to, so Rabbi Vadya rejects this also. As he says, first of all, the, the Beis Yosef doesn't bring such idea, the Magan Abraham is only according to the Ashkenazim. And first of all, at most Maran would hold that this is a psikresha, this is a rabbinic, to make those grooves is not a Isser from Torah, it's rabbinic. And since you're, you're not driving, you're riding it in a public area, it's psikresha deloch nichale. This is one of the most important rules of Shabbat. Psikresha deloch nichale means that, okay, you are making a groove, but you don't care. And it's rabbinic. Rabbi Vadi brings very clear eyes that this is rabbinic. And a rabbinic sin that you have no benefit from, even though it happens inevitably, it's okay, he he holds. So therefore, Rabbi Vadi rejects this. And he... We want to bring a second reason why this is not a problem, because I was looking up in the English books of the Ashkenazim, they... It seems that this is a big chidush. Why? Because the Ashkenazic poskim, even that are very machmir, by the way, even on the rabbinic laws of Shabbat, most poskim, even Ashkenazim, hold that pushing a wheelchair in a place that has an eruv or a baby carriage is not considered making a groove. Why? Because there's a fundamental difference between digging a groove where you're going to plant seeds in than making a groove with a bike because it's more of like, why is a carriage and a wheelchair not this problem? Because they hold its indentation and not digging dirt. It's a depression of dirt. Rabbi Vadia, so many different posts can, the Shemir Shabbos Kelchasa and many posts can bring it. So this is also Rabbi Vadia totally rejects. It's a chidosh that Rabbi Hilda Samer says that. And that's not a reason to ask. So Rabbi Vadia just brings out the bottom line is, is that Shabbat, you're not, Shabbat, you're not allowed to take unusual steps, like large, large strides and run. Mm-hmm. And for sure, driving a bike, people used, used in Europe, you know, and especially now today with the green energy bill, they want to make, we're, even today, a lot of people bike to work, right? Mm-hmm. So Ravavatya says that it's not appropriate to do this on Shabbat, right? It's against the spirit of the law, and it falls under that broad category of Uvdin Dechol. And somebody that's such a prince of Torah, as greater Rav Avadia, has the halakhic authority to tell us that this is not appropriate to do because it's similar to that. It's not making a nukzera. You know why? Because uvdin dechol is a very fluid thing. You understand? And Rav Avadia compares this to the Gemara in Betza, the Ram there, that says, you know, do you know how like the old kings, they used to, people used to take him out on these royal Four people used to hold like um poles, and the person like used to sit on a chair, like Aladdin. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, right. Like the shahs and the kings and the. So he says it's usher to do that on Yantiv. The Gemara says, and that's the halacha. Why? Because people used to do that to take the the the, the of a people to meet. They're like the king, they used to do that for the king to go meet and greet his people. Shabbat is not a day to meet and greet, right? Shabbat is a day. So you see the Chachamim is not in the spirit of the law. The Sheilas Yaakov agrees to this. 
And he, he brings another gzera. He says, if people see you biking, where are you going to? People may think that you're biking to work. And um, he says, the Shilas Yaakov says, that we've never heard any from Jews biking on Shabbat. And that's kind of what, what, what Rav Avadi is against it. He says, with all due respect, you know, Rav Avadi obviously has no problems arguing on the Vinishchai. That's the whole controversy. But <laughs> not that Chassidshom Rav Avadi disrespects Vinishchai. It's to the contrary. He respects the Vinishchai, but he says... That's how the Torah is. Anybody that's in Gemara, Ravina argues on Ravashi. Reshlakis was a student of Rav Yechanan and became a Tamachaber. But, you know, in Torah, the truth triumphs everything. So, many of the Ashkenazic postkim also follow Rav Avadi and not the Benishchai. One of the greatest postkim that was the biggest expert on medical halacha, tremendous gone. He was on the Supreme Court Beddin of the uh, Rabbi Eliezer Wallenberg. He also is not too happy about bikes. He's concerned about Rabbi Masas's problems that you're going to fix it and it's not Shabbos. They say Rabbi Eliashev was against it. So it's not only Rabbi Vadia that's like being machmir here. Mm-hmm. You have you have the, the Tzitz Eliezer. Rabbi Eliashev doesn't like it. And one of the great Hasidic poskim, the Bear Moshe, also says, he says, our minag is not to, we don't ride bikes on Shabbat for many reasons. And, but he actually goes deeper into it than Rav Avadia does. He says, first of all, if a kid's under five, six years old and he really likes biking and there's an Eruv, okay, you could let him bike. The Rav Moshe Stern, he was a great Hasidic Avbeistin and Posik, right? He says, because you don't want to ruin his fun on Shabbat, right? But he says once the kid has gotten to the chinuch age, which some people already hold as three, or five, or six, or seven, right? Mm-hmm. The the bear Moshe, which is a very choshev and poskim, everybody brings him down. A very choshev, a Hasidic poskim. He holds that it shouldn't be done by children that are gone into the age of six, seven. He says a tricycle is a whole different animal. A tricycle, everybody knows it's a kid plaything. And, um, you, you, usually people, kids don't travel a few miles with their tricycle, right? They go around the block and most. So he says the tricycle is not in this gzera. Okay. But he says that uh, he brings a beautiful halacha that I just like it cute. He says take off the bell. So, cause it's forbidden to use like the, right? Everything we're talking about is non-electric, but the bell, you know, you can't, Use bells on Shabbat. So if the tricycle has a bell, he says, if you want your little baby to buy, a toddler to, to use his, um, tricycle on Shabbat, you'd have to take off the bell. Chacham ben Sion also says that tricycles are okay. But here of Avadia is very tough on this halacha. And I guess it, 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 it seems that Ravavadia saw that this could be abused, right? And, and I'm going to tell you at the end of the class why. Ravavadia holds, yeah, even tricycles. Look what Ravavadia writes. And I'll read for you. It's on page Mem Gimel. He says, Ravavadia argues on the Bear Moshe. And he says that even tricycles are for kids that are six, seven, you know, under six, under seven. But once they've gotten to things, since it's similar to bikes, 
He shouldn't be. He argues on Chacham Ben Sion. He says even he, he holds no Chacham Ben Sion argues to me. The fact that Chacham Ben Sion says tricycles okay, those are for toddlers. But once the kid is old enough, he he, he shouldn't use it. And um, Rav Avadia just ends off with with the idea that um, it makes absolutely no difference, right? Whether Shabbat or Yom Tov, we are not allowed to ride the bikes on Shabbat. Um, but it's important to know that one should not think that anybody that does ride Shabbats on bikes, bikes on Shabbat, whether it's a Eruv, is not a Shaykis, obviously. Why? Because um, the uh, the Benishchai and the Kafachayim, and there are very many, there, there's a Marshag, there's there's of a Poiskim that holds it's okay, but it seems the Minag of the Orthodox world, the Haredi world, the real Torah world, is not to do it. And um, that brings me to the second part of the Shir, because we're talking about Uvdin Dechol. So, the... To just finalize that, and that chapter of the class, this, the next part is going to be a few minutes, Rabbes, the postcom that I talked to, say that it's also not right. Kids... Um, could get fallen, get hurt, and it's just not in the spirit of Shabbat, right? And that's what Rabbi Vadi is saying, that the minhag was not to do this. Rabbi Bess from LA says that. He said he asked Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky in the 80s, and scooters and bikes would be the same thing. It's not in the spirit of Shabbat. Now, just to finish off this year with the laws of children, because we're talking about children, and children are... It says that... Um, there's a very interesting halacha brought down in Shulchan Arach that you're not allowed to play soccer or any type of marbles, especially children, which on on a dirt floor. Do you know why? Because this is a gzera from the hachamim from the Talmud. Because in the olden days, the yeah, it, the 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 ground would be uneven. And the Chachamim were worried that if children or even adults, but even children, would play marbles or any ball game, and then it would rain, and then like, a, you know, there would be potholes and different things. They're so into the game, as we know, people do riots because of <laughs> games. And, you know, when one is excited, he may forget that it's Shabbat. So this is a halach and shulchan aruch. Everybody agrees to that. Now, Rav Avadia just brings a heter that the uh, in the same chapter, Hilchot Choresh, Halachaz Zayin, he says, but according to the Sfarim, if it's a marble floor, a concrete floor, the kids could play marbles. Like, you know, it's like a game. I forgot the name of the game. Like, Jackson Marbles, whatever. And because he says we don't hold this a problem by mopping either by by like because um, the gzera is you're gonna level the floor right take away the potholes and the indentations in the floor but how can you make such a gzera if there's um, you know a solid concrete or marble or whatever asphalt floor so he says even on the grass if you put a table or a mat, right? The kids could play on that. 
And he says even the Ramal would agree to that. So if you put a flat, solid surface on top of the earth, grass, ground, mm-hmm. Rabbi says, so he says, He says inside the house, Rabbi holds it's for sure not a problem even according to the Ashkenazim. Because mm-hmm. no house in the modern world doesn't have some type of flooring in it, unless you live in Africa. So Rabbi would say that this is not a problem. So, soccer, according to everybody on a field, is problematic, because fields are grass. Unless it's an artificial field, then it'd be okay. Right? And I just wanted to um, finish with balls. Balls, according to the Sephardim, are muksa. So once a kid is... Of age, you shouldn't be touching it. Now there's a prima godin that says these are only balls that could pop, pop balls that are solid like foam. It could be they're less, but I just wanted to bring to your attention that two things, and that is that the Talmud Yushalmi and the Peliots brings this a few times. The Yushalmi says, why did God give us Shabbat? Good exactly. Hashem, and this is such a I have a shiur make Shabbat great again. This is such a fundamental difference between people that are B'nai Taira and not, that it's their Shabbat is the difference between day and light. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. The the bottom line here is, is that Jews that want to just throw out the door the spirit of the law, we've seen from the Modox community that they're not going to stay Jewish. It's not going to last. Torah Hashem Temimah. Like we just learned the Mesil Sisharim. We have to try to be the best Jews possible. So, the you always have to go and understand Nasa Venishma, right? We do the halacha, but what's the reason behind the halacha? Well, the Talmud Yushami says don't work. Doesn't mean don't work and go your entire Shabbat play backgammon like those old Persian men do or cards. Yeah. You should learn. I saw a beautiful thing. And one of the great Chabad rabbis, he chazes all the seven daf of daf Yemi that he gives. Amazing. He gives them like a, uh, he says, okay, we learned daf Yomi. Daf Yomi is very hard to digest. So on Shabbat, we'll chazes all the, right? What, what amazing leader, what amazing vision he has, right? So what I'm trying to say here is that, that a lot of times the reason why this scootering and biking and playing ball because the Beis Yosef brings the Medrash, Eicha, chapter B, that it says that one of the great towns with hundreds of thousands of people in Israel was destroyed during the time of the destruction of Yerushalayim because they would play ball on Shabbat. So you going to come and tell me that the letter of the law doesn't matter. Hundreds of thousands of people are wiped out and the Beit Yosef Maran brings this. When also, you... also something that's very important amongst all of this is also you can't just pick and choose whatever you want just because you may have kisses. Right, right, right. You know? yeah, exactly, exactly. You can't that so, here, I'm going to pick this one. Yeah, yeah. All this one is over here. That, that's, you're right. You can pick halachot to say whatever Yeah, exactly, exactly. So what saying what somebody... What it technically says it. Yeah, you know? no. So that, that's another unethical thing. One has to have integrity in his following of halacha, which means if you're always... Trying to find halacha if you're choice. always following... Ravavadia's halachas, now you want to go decide to drive a bike because Benishchai. So whatever everybody says, yes, you know, you just keep your Judaism becomes like a suit that is patched up. 
Yeah. And it's going to end up looking pretty ugly. Yeah. So, I, I agree with you 100%. And even more than that, is that we see from the unbelievable amount of rabbinical laws on Shabbat, that the Chachamim, Amir Al-Akum, Mukseh, Chachamim were more concerned about the spirit of the law than the law itself. So, already you're not found, you understand? So that's why, if you, anybody asks me, I would, I would go with the Benishchai and say, you shouldn't ride a bike and you shouldn't. And also, the, like this great book written by one of the Talmudim of Rabbi Yeshiva, Rabbi Birnbaum, which is one of the greatest Sadiqim of our generation. He wrote a whole book on tefillah. He writes, listen, in the end of the day, even according to Ashkenazim, playing ball, you're missing the point. And it's not the spirit of the law. I mean, listen, we have to give kids a kosher outlet, but the paleo, it's with something that really, really shtach is out. And he says, listen, since the Yerushalmi says the whole reason Hashem gave us Shabbat and the Jewish holidays is not to work, not to work and just go take a five-hour bike ride, not to work so you could learn, Right? So Peliot says, after 120 years, one of the first questions you're going to get judged on and punished on, I mean, the first question is what? Were you honest in business? There's a Taisus in Gedushin, which exactly was the first question, but let's go with that. The Gemara Shabbat, that Lamed Gimel, that Lamed Aleph, that the first question that Hashem asks you is, were you honest in business? The second question is, did you have a set time to learn? So one could argue and say, hey, Hashem, I had to put food on the table, right? Peliot says, but then Hashem's gonna tell you. Were you poor then? Shabbat, you didn't, okay. So let's say during the six days of the week, you were exhausted, that's why you really didn't learn. Cause you didn't have the energy to learn. But Shabbat, you didn't have to work. So he says, when you don't learn on Shabbat, it shows that you're not interested in learning, you're just a lazy bum. So then Hashem's gonna punish you for all, that anyway. for all the other days of the week. Because it shows that your heart is not in there, right? So again, this is coming back to a much larger picture. The Baruch Hashem, we started the TTT podcast to give chizuk to people to learn every day and be a masmid. Like the Nefesh Chaim says, the crown of Torah has fallen out. There used to be a time that you would be ashamed of yourself, of not being a knowledgeable Jew. Nowadays, there's so many ignoramuses out there, but that's not what Hashem wants. Yeah. We need to use our time wisely, and especially the Benishchai brings another beautiful idea. So, Lamaisa, we should not be riding bikes. Yeah, we shouldn't. So, at a conclusion to this year, it is inappropriate. It's not in the spirit of Shabbat to ride a bike, to ride a bike, to ride a scooter, even for your children. Rav Avadi is vehemently against it. Um, basketball and basketball is also against the spirit of the law. You could yeah. put board games. And listen, kids could do some, kids need an outlet on Shabbat, the Shabbat day is like a 12 hour ordeal. They could play board games, they could play, you know, checkers or chess or something like that. But again, the majority of the time should be used for, um, to learn Torah because in the end of the day, the Ben Yishchai says that one word of learning Torah on Shabbat is a thousand times more spiritually, Kabbalistically powerful than learning during the weekday. Wow. So that's why we had great Gedolim and Sadiqim that they wouldn't hardly sleep on Shabbat because they wanted to tap into this energy. It's such a shame. Um, Shabbat is meant to be, 
my Rebbe, Harav Ben David, just to finish with him, he was a student of the Chazonish, such one of the greatest men I ever knew. Such integrity and such originality. He said, it's such a misconception that on Shabbat people shouldn't work. You shouldn't work from physical labor, but it's a day to work. Ruchnis take the labor. Yeah, you have to work inside to build up your neshama, to make it lofty and climb that ladder of the Misael Yesharim to become knowledgeable and holy and special, because that's what a Jew is. Thank you. Have a wonderful day.